Hi guys out there in the design world. Today I had an opportunity to chat with one of my reps for our, um, she reps a mid to high end quality furniture line, um, Century Furniture. They have a lot of different unique styles and pieces and in chatting with her, um, Century Furniture has three different quality levels, if you will. There's the good, better, and best. Of those quality pieces, they are all still very high quality. It's just a matter of the good line is more or less kind of what you see is what you get, and then the best line is going to be um, sofa pieces that you can customize fully. The length, the depth, the 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 leg, um, the arm, if you want it to be um, a rolled arm, if you want nail head, all of those things. So great, great quality of pieces. So I wanted to talk a little bit about furniture and the quality of furniture, what you need to look for uh, when you're out shopping for furniture and for what you're paying for what you're going to get. So first I wanted to share with you a little story um, way back when I acquired, my family and I acquired a piece of furniture, um, our kids were real young, we, I didn't want to invest in really, um, fine quality furniture, just of the age that they were at. Um, so we had a piece of furniture that was not well made. We knew that it was going to be short term, um, but it was very, very short term, more than what we anticipated. So that piece of furniture was a microfiber. I know people love that because it's very stain resistant. To me, it feels dirty and dusty and um, I don't, sorry, my phone is buzzing. I've just turned that off for you. I, I don't care for the microfiber texture and look. So my husband's a fairly big guy. He played football and in this piece of furniture, um, it was a sofa length. So about 78 inches long and there was, um, the four standard legs. So he, you know, we had it maybe for a few weeks sat on it and in the center it broke. So we, deconstructed the furniture. He's an engineer, so he's like, well, I'm going to fix this and make it, you know, last a little while longer than two weeks. So we open it up. Somewhere I have pictures of this, and I'd like to maybe put together a short clip of it, but um, that'll be another date. So we opened it up, um, and on the bottom, we peeled back the fabric and the dust cover on the bottom, and it was made from chipboard. So if you're not familiar, chipboard is um, like plywood, although it's pieces of wood willy-nilly glued together um, so that it makes like a four by eight sheet and then it's cut. Um, I don't recall how, how thick it was, if it was half inch or three quarter, I couldn't say for sure. I do know that because it's made out of chipboard, there's no real strength and stability out of that material. Um, so if you're going to what I like to call the big box stores of furniture, um, 
you're going to find sofas and chairs, you know, from a couple hundred dollars on up. And I, I always like to stress to uh, clients and families and friends, if, if you're going out furniture shopping, you know, if you have the need for a short, short-term piece of furniture, sort of like we did, just know that what you pay for is what you get. So if you're purchasing a sofa for a fairly inexpensive price, more than likely you're going to be getting a piece of furniture that's made from chipboard. Um, you can always ask the sales associate um, if they know what the construction is, just so you can have a better idea. Um, some of the, what I like to call big box furniture stores have better made furniture. Um, so it's always good to ask, you know, this sofa here that I really like, is it a good quality construction and what is the construction of it? Um, so the first thing I would say is you're going to want to steer away from chipboard furniture because it's really, um, depending on how hard it gets used, it's not going to last and it's going to have to be replaced very frequently. Um, so moving on to a higher quality piece of furniture. Um, when I was in school, we learned about quality construction of furniture. So the first thing is um, higher quality pieces are going to be made with kiln dried hardwood. So that hardwood is an actual piece of wood. It's not pieces of wood glued together to make a piece of wood. So if you're going to be starting with a solid constructed hardwood piece for your furniture, you're already going to increase the stability significantly. The next thing is um, the corners. If those are dovetailed, when I look at case good pieces, which would be dressers and buffets, um, tables that have drawers, all of those things, are case goods. Um, when I look at case goods, I always pull out the drawers and look at how those are constructed. If it is not dovetailed, I do not consider carrying that furniture line or specking it for clients. I greatly feel that if you do it right the first time, you're going to love it and it's going to last and you're going to appreciate um, what you have more so. So the um, dovetail drawers is a sign of really great quality piece of furniture. The next thing is the corners, um, especially for upholstery, if they are corner blocked, glued, and screwed. So what that means is in the corners, um, if they are dovetailed and if they are um, glued, so they're going to glue those dovetail pieces, the interlocking pieces together, and then they're going to take a another piece of wood that goes from, um, we'll say the back piece of the sofa to the right side of the sofa, if you're thinking of the bottom of the frame, and that piece is going to go a, um, in a triangular shape of that corner and then it's also going to be screwed. So it, that is going to give you a lot of stability in the corners, um, being it's hardwood, being that it's uh, dovetailed, screwed, glued, 
and corner blocked. So those are uh, things to really, really consider when you're purchasing your furniture. As you move um, into uh, better made quality pieces of furniture, you're able to select which fabric you want. I like to have more of a subtle fabric on the entire sofa. Um, some companies you can do a contrasting welt, so the um, the piece that holds the top of the cushion to the side, um, sometimes that's a welt, sometimes it's not, but you can do a contrasting welt. So this would be an extreme example, but if you had a black fabric sofa, you could have a white welt around your cushions. Um, and you're also able to, on more customized lines, add nail head trim. Um, sometimes you have options between the legs if you want a bun foot, if you want a taper leg. Um, there's even acrylic legs out there. Um, you can have skirts. There's different kinds of uh, skirts for your sofas. What I'm seeing a lot of right now is um, legs. It's cleaner, it's simpler, um, unless you have very traditional taste. Typically, uh, you don't see the skirts. And the arms. So there's multiple options for the arms if you want that to be a rolled arm, if you want to have nail head. Uh, there's several other options out there. Um, and each company is a little bit different on those items. So that's a quick rundown of furniture, uh, the difference in quality, and um, more of what you're going to pay for is what you get. So we would um, love for you to subscribe to our podcast. We're doing a few things on YouTube, um, videos and things like that to help you steer through all of the maze of products. Um, we're on Instagram. We're doing some pictures of uh, various products. So as we're going through our day and selecting uh, products for clients. We come across something unique and interesting. Then we post that on Instagram and that's at designer Melissa, one L and two S's. So we hope you have enjoyed our podcast on uh, furniture qualities and difference in um, what you pay for and what you get. Uh, if you have any questions, please let us know if you have any um design questions you'd like answer, we would sure love to feature your question on our podcast. Um, we will talk to you very soon on the next topic that comes up.